Welcome to the CSL Olympia podcast. In this episode, you will hear an opening prayer, followed by a talk. You can learn more about us at our website, cslolympia.org. Blessings. Today, I state, I am constantly surrounded by an infinite substance, which doesn't come in waves or flurries or even long periods of drought. I am part of a universal and even eternal pattern. I am a channel through which abundance, health, love, beauty, and I'll say it again, love flows. Today, I open this channel with my belief still further and welcome the flow. I know that spirit never restricts it. Only my belief does that. So I open away. I move away from that limitation and bring it on, spirit. I also know we are all part of this flow, this infinite substance. There's no escaping that truth, although there are ways to make it harder. Each of us is of that universal substance. Thinking about snow this morning, I pondered, I think sometimes we make things unnecessarily complicated, like the Eskimo have 50 different words for snow, or even there are no two snowflakes the same. How do we know that anyway? Does it really matter? Like quibbling over the words for God, the underlying truth is simple. This infinite substance is all there is. We cannot slice or dice or word our way out of it. There's a theme here as I gaze out the window. Maybe you understand why this snow. But today, the day after Christmas, the first day of Kwanzaa, with snow on the menu for a while, it's possible to fall into complaint about how inconvenient this weather is. On this last Sunday in 2021, I shall not complain. I hereby proclaim my gratitude for a warm house for electricity and creature comforts, for a loving and peaceful Christmas celebration with my family, for the blanketing quiet that snow brings, for the beauty of this first snowfall, for social services that at whatever level they are able to operate to help the less fortunate. A shout out to the new fabulous shelter, which just opened a week ago, such remarkable timing. Gratitude, 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 filling my heart. This is the infinite substance at its essence. We don't really need 50 words for it. One works, love. Understanding this is the connection point with everything else. It lowers the mountains and fills in the valleys that we have created as we gradually recognize that the myriad forms of life in the universe are merely parts of the one that most of us call God. After such a discovery, we are grateful to be a part and only a part. We do not have to figure it all out, straighten it all out, or even do it perfectly by ourselves. We do not have to be God. It's an enormous weight off our backs. All we have to do is participate. True spirituality is not taught. It is caught once our sails have been unfurled to the spirit. And as we sail into the new year, we can acknowledge the past and in gratitude acknowledge lessons offered and sometimes learned. 
I personally aim to continue to welcome ease and grace into my life, as well as outrageous joy, sweet and tender connections, frivolity, and satisfying work. Arms open, heart willing, I trust in the good that which comes at my call. I trust the gifts that come will be wrapped in love. So I unfurl my sail and let spirit, God, the way things work, fill it with love. And I sail on in gratitude, releasing these words into the law, which knows exactly what to do. And so it is. So welcome to our last talk of 2021. And the last talk on this whole year of looking at ancient wisdom, evolutionary vision. We've been exploring that all year long. And this particular month in December, we've been looking at the idea of the journey of becoming. And today we look at the gift of a new journey. Because all journeys have a completion point, which launches another new journey. And that's what we're contemplating today. It's that gift of a new journey. The sacred continuum cycles upwards and outwards, constantly expanding, constantly evolving, constantly being more of the expression of itself. Participate, to consciously participate in this expansion, in this evolutionary spiral, this continuum of the growing. And we can accept that invitation. We can reject that invitation. We can ignore that invitation. We can do whatever we want, but the invitation is constantly, moment by moment, present with us. Do you want to dance? Do you want to play? Do you want to participate consciously in this spiraling evolution? You know, we often look to the universe for gifts. But we are, you and I are, the gift of the universe to itself. Breathe that in for a moment. You are the gift. You know, the, the meditation that Alex did this morning sort of alluded to one perspective, the sunlight opens the leaves of the lotus, but from the lotus's perspective, it is its own essence that opens the leaves. And neither is, it's not one or the other, it's the combination, it's both are true. So as we make this journey of awakening, as we, we follow our own star of wonder, star of light, which lights our own inner sky and guides our humanness on its way, we open to that invitation. We say yes. You know, in the UK today is celebrated as Boxing Day. And this originally involved the practice of giving gifts, church boxes, as they were known in medieval times, uh, to the poor or to the less fortunate. It was a practice, in its, at least for a day, of sharing the wealth, sharing our gifts. The song uh, Good King Winslow celebrates this because you've got the king who sees this poor man and invites his page to ask his page to help him to go support that man with, with uh, meat and wine and you know, food and, and warmth for his, for his home on the Feast of Stephen, which is today. And I, I love this because there's a metaphor within there of we each have a king, a monarch within us, and we each have a page that tries to get through the snow on its own, but can't. 
eventually it hits the point where it says it's too difficult. It's too dark. It's getting worse. You know, I'm going to turn back until the king, the high self within us says, walk in my footsteps. Walk in my footsteps. And the going is easier. And that's an invitation for each of us to remember that high self within that is constantly saying, let me lead the way. Let me walk in my footsteps. So spiritually, we are called to give our true gifts. Constantly, always being called to give our true gifts. And our gifts are life itself, our light, our love, as they uniquely express through you, through me, through each of us. And just as we talked about last week, that the rebirth of light, which was the solstice, and the rebirth of the Christhood within us is not a one day a year thing, but a state in which we are invited to constantly live, to constantly be present, to constantly being born again. You know, Ernest Holmes reminds us that principle is not bound by precedent. The infinite is always fresh and new every single day, every single moment. So we are invited to give our gift, our light to the world. Even a world that doesn't seem to maybe want or value our gift. You know, Christian D. Larson in, in his book, Pathway of Roses, says, do not condemn the human race because it is slow to appreciate your worth. Sometimes we get pissed off at other people because they're slow to appreciate our worth. Do not do that. When you do this, you push the world farther away from yourself, and its appreciation will decrease instead of increase. Love the world, the whole world, and love with all the power of heart and soul. This will bring the world nearer to you. The race will discover, the human race will discover what you have to give and will come at once to receive your talent. Love the world just as it is. I was recently talking with somebody. I used to, I used to do the um, employment ministry up in Seattle, CSL Seattle, working with people who were in job transition. And oftentimes I'd be with working with people who were frustrated in their current position. The first thing I would tell them is love where you are. We talked about that when I first got here about our home, the physical home, because there were some people who were kind of, you know, not real happy with the location of Nova or not the location, but the condition of Nova and all that stuff. And I said, we got to love it first before we can outpicture something new. And here we are. Love it first. Love the whole world as it is. Our first gift after life itself the first gift that is both given and received is love. It's love. Love with all the power of the heart and soul, as Christian said. And it's what Jesus taught with the two great laws, love God and love your neighbor with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. That doesn't mean we have to like what they do, but we do have to see past the doing to their being and love that being. Have you noticed that you can't change anyone else's thinking? I've noticed that. I mean, there's a bunch of people that if I could just get them to shift, you know, the world would be a better place. I know it would because then it'd be more like my world. But we can't change anyone else's thinking. We can present them with information, but they have to accept it, take it in and make it theirs, own it themselves. 
That's all we can do. And we see lots of people trying to change each other, but that's working in the wrong direction. That's working trying to change the image out here on the screen and not going within to change what's being projected onto the screen. We can only bring ourselves into greater alignment with truth, with spiritual truth, and living from that truth as best we can. I can't make you do that. You can't make me do that. All we can do is live as best we can. So the journey of becoming is a journey, if you will, to cosmic consciousness, to full awakeness, to full awareness of this oneness of spirit and all creation, the oneness of the infinite and all. This is the journey. This is really the journey that we're all on. And we are all on it, and we are all going to get there. We teach that in the what we believe. All of us are sure to get there. But sometimes the journey can seem overwhelmingly huge, have you noticed? And so it helps to break it into stages or segments. So it doesn't seem quite so overwhelming. When I used to do 200-mile bike rides in a day, I'd mentally break them down into 25 to 50-mile segments. And at my level of training at that point in time, 25 to 50 miles was no big deal. And I was just doing them in succession was all it was. A friend who was climbing Mount Rainier at one point in his climb came to a 200-foot high rock wall, which seemed totally overwhelming and daunting to him. But he mentally broke it down into 50-foot segments, sections, that he could figure a route, a climbing route, up each of those sections. And then he made you know, four 50-foot climbs, and it wasn't so daunting. It's sort of like the old adage of eating an elephant one bite at a time. And so this is why we have segments like we do right now where there's an old year and a new year, and we celebrate that. A problem many of us have with journeys, by the way, is how much we're packing with us. How much are we packing with us on the journey? As we journey along the highway of life, I, I had this dream the other night that came to me. It said that it was journeying down the highway of life, and we, we pass many things. We encounter and pass many things on this journey. And the question sometimes is, have we truly passed them? And are they both past, P-A-S-S-E-D, and past, P-A-S-T? Can we really let them move into our past? Or are we driving along towing trailers full of regrets and hurts and anger and fears and dramas and all that stuff? Each of these trailers with speakers blaring at us, you know, screaming their contents at us. And combined, putting more and more load on our vehicle, that's ourselves, and slowing us down, even bringing us to a stop from the weight of the load. And then when life goes uphill, as it does, it makes it slow and more difficult to climb the hills. Maybe at this time, when we are ending a segment of our journey, we're ending a year and beginning a new year. We can take a moment to let go of a trailer or two and let it be truly past and past. So let's do a little guided meditation for this process. I invite you to take a nice deep breath and relax. And if you're comfortable, let your eyes gently close. 
and take another deep breath and relax. Imagine that you're driving down the road of life in a vehicle of your choosing, a vehicle that represents you. Become aware of what that vehicle is like, both outside and inside. Is it a zippy little sports car or is it a semi? Is it just a plain old vehicle just to get you down the road? Or is it something you really love and enjoy? Just notice. Look over to the passenger seat. And notice that your high wisdom self is sitting right there. Take a breath for a moment. Just become aware of that high wisdom self. That self is ready to help in any way with the journey. Now look in your rear view mirror and notice that you, like pretty much all of us, are towing some unwanted trailers down the road. Trailers with things you thought you had passed on the highway, but attached themselves to your bumper. Without any blame or shame or guilt, just become aware that they're there. Take a breath, nice deep breath, and ask your high wisdom self to show you a trailer which would be helpful to release at this time. Just one. Doesn't have to be all of them, just one. Oh, that trailer might have other trailers attached to it, but you're going to release one. So become aware of the contents of that trailer. Not a long analysis, just become aware of the nature of this trailer, of what's there. There's a trick to releasing the trailers. Because you see, they've connected to a hitch on your vehicle a trailer hitch that's on your vehicle. that's attractive to them and they to it. And it is actually this hitch, this connection point that must be released. Because if it isn't, it will just find new trailers that will glom onto it. So notice the hitch to which this trailer that you want to release is attached. Let your high wisdom self reveal the core nature of that truth. Perhaps it's an old and deep-seated belief that you're not enough. You're not good enough. You can't ever do enough. You're unworthy. You're undeserving of good. Or that life is dangerous and you have to protect yourself from it. Just notice what is the nature, the core of that hitch that attracts certain trailers to it. Then let your high wisdom self help you see what that hitch is really made of, along with the compensating behaviors that it has, the habits that it has formed. 
take a nice deep breath and become willing to unhitch the hitch. And you can do that by loving this aspect of yourself, just loving it exactly as it is, viewing it with light, with love, with compassion, with curiosity. You can do this by contemplating the truth of you, that you are in reality, the infinite presence in form. You are a being of light and love immersed in an expression of one life and only one life, which is itself a life of love, intelligence, beauty. And that you always have been, and you are now, and you always will be an expression of that life. And that, that hitch and that trailer and all of its contents are a nothingness to the infinite creative mind of love and light of which you are an expression. Knowing this as the truth of you, let that hitch dissolve and be no longer a part of your vehicle. Imagine that in your life. You might notice that as that hitch dissolves, a few others might also dissolve that are towing a few other trailers. And you drive away down the road a bit lighter and a bit more free, leaving a trailer or two fully past and fully past. Take a deep breath, a freer, lighter, fuller breath. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes and be fully present and refreshed. And take a moment to contemplate this quote from Emma Curtis Hopkins, who says, the world will persist in exhibiting before you what you persist in affirming the world is. The world will persist in exhibiting before you what you persist in affirming the world is. Another breath. At every stage along the journey, we choose greater unity or greater separation. Those are kind of the two choices that are constantly there. As we travel forward, let us do so with a choice of unity and with a consciousness of beginner's mind, that Zen concept of beginner's mind. Everything is new. The Zen teacher Shinroya, Shinru um, Suzuki said, in the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities, but in the experts, there are only a few. The theme for our next year's talks, 2022 talks, is living everyday wonder. Living everyday wonder. And so let us approach this new year with a greater freedom, letting go of that which is past and moving forward with the wonder of beginner's mind. Letting the vision of wholeness evolve through and as us.
both receiving and giving the gifts of a journey well taken and a new one to begin. So this week, two practices. Number one, as you roll down the road of life, in other words, as you live your life this week, notice any trailers that make their presence felt. Any places where you're going to get hooked a little bit. And ask your high self to show you what are the deep beliefs within you, within your vehicle, that that trailer is hooked up with. And be willing to let them go. And then secondly, contemplate the truth of you. Contemplate your light, your wholeness, your beauty, your worthiness, your fabulousness. The gift that you are to life. And ask, what is mine to give now? So let us quote with a, a close with a quote. This is from my friend and a person who some of many of you have heard speak, uh, Reverend Savannah Riker. She was just here a few months ago. She says, this coming year is offering us an opportunity to integrate all we have learned from this uncertain year that has been filled with chaos, challenge, unknown, loss, and change. Integration is revealed when we create new patterns, new ways of operating that are healthy and life-affirming. I invite you to integrate what we've learned, what you individually and we collectively have learned this year, and choose new ways of operating that are healthy and life-affirming. So let us share an affirmation here. Say this with me. The spirit which I am makes all things new. One more. The spirit which I am makes all things new. And so it is.